Merry Boxing Day. Good to see you all. Hey, weren't the uh, the Commissioner Quartet, Gospel Quartet, brilliant? Outstanding. So good, so good. I'm looking forward to hearing them uh, again at the end of the service. So uh, just, uh, if you can make it through me, as a great prophetic lady said, um, <laughs> it'll be great. So uh, we'll uh, just launch into... This morning. So, Father, I just thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, that uh, you're here by your spirit, that you're ministering life, you're ministering grace, you're ministering hope, you're ministering mercy, you're ministering forgiveness, power, and everything that we need. I thank you, Lord, that you're here and that you are touching people's lives, setting us up for an incredible future in you. And I thank you for that. The best is yet to come in Jesus' name. Amen. For those of you who don't know me, my name's Gary. I'm the pastor here along with my lovely wife, Jane, um, and just a great team of people around about us, and we're really looking forward to the coming year. At the end of this week, we are ushering in a new year. Uh, for many, uh, last year, or this year, really has been nothing like we ever thought it was going to be, really, I think. Last year in 2020, it was like that, and 2021 has been very similar. Uh, but I believe that uh, God is doing something powerful. He's orchestrating things. He's the, here to bring hope. He's bringing life, to bring peace, to bring comfort, to bring strength into our lives. Let's keep our eyes on Jesus, church. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Just because these things haven't turned out maybe the way that we thought that we wanted them doesn't mean that we don't prepare for a year ahead. Okay? What sort of year are you believing God for in 2022? Just take a moment and ask yourself, what am I believing God for in 2022? Because don't look to this year that we're in 2021. Don't look at 2020 either. What is God wanting for you in 2022? Statistics tell us that 80% of people give up on their New Year's resolutions by February. Okay, so if you're not looking beyond February, don't make a New Year's resolution, all right? Uh, people say that uh, uh, 8% of those achieve goals, that actually set goals, actually achieve them. Only 8%. Which part are you, the 92% or are you the 8% this morning? You know, it's, uh, people don't, uh, most people don't plan to fail, they simply fail to plan. And I think that sometimes we've got to give some deliberate thought to what God is wanting us to do or what he's wanting to bring into our lives in this coming year. Instead of telling God maybe what you want to accomplish in this coming year, what if we ask the Holy Spirit what he wants for us? How about we go to God first and say, Lord, what are your plans? What do you want for us? What do you want for me in this coming year? Uh, what does he want for us in our faith life? What does he want for our family and our friends? What does he want for our finances? What does he want for our, our work situation or our fun times? What does God want for us in the different arenas, the different parts of our life? You know, when we ask God what he wants from us, from us we, better, you know, we, we can be better positioned for success or significance in what God wants to do. And I believe that there are three areas that we need to prepare for a better year in 2022. Just three areas that I believe that God wants us to look at. Why these three areas? Well, 
because of the year that we've just been through or the years that we've just been through. Never more has our faith been challenged than in this last few years. Never before has our focus been distracted or misdirected as it has been in this year and the year before. The enemy is trying to get you off, your eyes off of what God wants for you. He's trying to distract your heart from the things that he would have you. So we've got to think about not just our faith, but our focus. And thirdly, never more has our finances been threatened as they have been in the last couple of years as well. So in a world that's ruled by lockdowns, by restrictions, by coercion and discrimination, I'm calling it for what it is this morning, Okay, we need to ensure that these three areas, our faith, our focus, and our finances are sorted. Okay, so how do we prepare in these three areas? Number one, the first area is preparing our faith life in 2022. And I would probably say that most of us would think that we're going to make a new year's resolution. I'm going to read the Bible every day. I'm going to worship God every day. I'm going to pray Every day, it's a great thing to have as a start out for it, and we need to have something that you know as a, a preparing of our faith. The first thing we've got to do is seek God. Seek God in preparing our faith. We've got to seek God. See, spending time before the Lord positions us to hear from Him. We do this by reading His Word, by prayer, by worshiping Him, just being still in His presence. Psalm 46 verse 10 says, Be still and know that I'm God. The Bible is God's mandate for living a great life. So it stands to reason that we'd set goals in line with what God's word says. See, so when he gives us something to do for this new year that's coming up, we make to make sure that we've heard him right, we line it up with his word. Because God won't countermand his word. He'll say things and do things and orchestrate things in our lives that will help us in our life according to his word. Psalm 119 verse 89 says, Your word, O Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. God's word is eternal. It sets out for us the way of life, life eternal. God's word also highlights for us God's priorities. So this is why we've got to make sure that our faith is, is, is right for this coming year. We're going to give um, due diligence to our faith life, our spiritual life. We are spiritual beings. We're made in the image of God. God is spirit. We are spirit. We are spiritual beings. We've got to pay attention to our spirit life in this coming year. We've got to give attention to our spiritual life. So it it, it helps us to, God's word helps us to understand God's priorities. So what are God's priorities? Glad you've asked. Luke chapter 4 verses 18 to 19. These are God's priorities. The spirit of the Lord is on me because he's anointed me. You are an anointed person in God. The Spirit of God has got an anointing on your life. Why? To help you to preach good news to the poor. He sent you to proclaim freedom to the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to release those who are oppressed and to proclaim the Lord's favour. It's the year of the Lord's favour on your life. So God's priority is people. God's priority is always people. It's never policy and practices and stuff. It is people. 
God's priority is people. God's priority is the people in this community, the people in this church, your neighbours, your work colleagues, the people that you play tennis with, the people you play golf with, the people that you go motorcycle riding with. God's priority is people, people being saved. That's why some people in this church need to be a part of what Jules is doing on a Sunday afternoon to be equipped to be able to bring people to Jesus. People being saved, people being discipled. If you already know how to, to, to win souls, how about you come alongside of Jules on a Sunday afternoon and help her to disciple people in the process of leading someone to Christ? Hey, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there. People being extending God's kingdom. It's not my kingdom, it's not your kingdom, it's his kingdom. People serving, people being generous. Preparing our faith means being deliberate in our faith. We ask, we con- Lord, who could I speak to today about your love and your grace? Who could I release the kingdom of God to as I speak to people this week? God's presence, the Word of God, the Holy Spirit, and God's priorities must be foremost in our life. That's how we're going to prepare our faith. That's how we're going to make a better year of 2022. It doesn't matter then what comes against us because our eyes are on God. We've got our faith life sorted. We've prepared our faith life. We're going out in the strength and the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit as we go about our work, working week. By keeping this forefront, in the forefront of our minds, we'll be able to navigate our way through 2022 and we can weather any storm, any storm that comes our way. Secondly, preparing our focus for 2022. Forbes Media did a survey that revealed that the benefits of visualising success are these. The survey showed that business people, I'd like to add people in general, who take the time to visualise their company or visualise your life are more successful and more likely to reach your goals than those who don't. This sounds really good. I mean, this Forbes survey, how they've done this, the visualisation, stuff like that. But I want to tell you Forbes wasn't the first one to do this. God was. God said in Habakkuk chapter 2, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that you, he who may run, can, uh, who reads it. Whatever God has dropped in our spirit, make a decision to keep it foremost in our minds, to, to make it the focus of where we're heading in 2022. We need to make it the focus. Write down what God has given to you in the quiet times. When you've sat down, you've heard from God, write it down, make it plain, make it really simple. Why not even think about creating a vision board in your home and then to put it up in a place that's prominent in your home so that everyone that goes through your home, in particular you, can see your vision board. That's where I'm heading this year. I know that God's drawing me towards what he's put into my heart. I'm following hard after that thing that I'm focusing on in my life. Create a vision board. 
If you've got a business, you've got a, a, a passion for some, something, you feel like God's put something on your heart to, to start up a new business, get it down on writing. Get a, a vision board about what that looks like. If it's for your family, if you, for your marriage, whatever it is that, that God puts on your heart, create something that visually draws you and says, that's the picture of what I'm chasing after that God has put into my heart and, put, and pursue it. How, why why does, is that so important? Because it's in your face every day. That's what it's, it may be sometimes you're not even thinking about it, but you walk past it and it just touches your heart. Yeah. Write it down. Simply write down what God's given to you for a better year. And here's a clue for you, all right? Don't think about the how. It's not your problem. Do not think about how God's going to do this. Try not to put God in a box. If God puts something so outlandishly huge, big in your life, it is not your responsibility to deconstruct it. Do not try and outthink God. Our job is simply to have faith that that's what God's told me. And you hang on to it. And as you walk past it every day in your kitchen or your, your the fridge door or back of the toilet door, I don't care where you put your visualization board, it's up to you, wherever you spend the most time. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 says, Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. Uh, let me say it, never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream and exceed your wildest imagination. He will do, outdo them all for His miraculous uh, power constantly energises you. That's the Spirit of God inside of you. It's the quiver in your liver. It's what makes you get up out of bed in the morning. I've got a purpose to live for, and I'm not going to be distracted because my, I prepared my focus for this year. God wants to give us the desires of our heart. Psalm 37 verse 4, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. We would, when we delight ourselves in Him, He gives us the desires of our hearts. We don't have to make stuff happen. God will. Have faith in God. How do we delight ourselves in Him? By seeking Him and His kingdom first. So Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. See, then throughout the year, we check off what we accomplish and what we haven't, what we miss this year. We're going to catch on the next year. Okay, God's not operating according to our timeline. Everything that God wants you to do in your life is not going to just happen in 2022. There's 2023. There's 2024 and so on. God wants to do something powerful in your life. And every year we'll be amazed at what we accomplish by being focused on what God wants us to have. That we're not going to break our focus. We're not going to get distracted by a virus. We're going to get completely focused 
on what God, a vision for what God's got for our life. We're not going to get caught up in all the political upheavals and everything else that's going on around the world today. We're focused on what God wants for us. See, the enemy's got people's minds off of what God wants for their life and they're all worried about a virus and about mandates and, and vaccines and everything. Get focused on God. I'm not discounting that those things are important in life, but what I'm saying is they don't supersede God's place in our life. We've got to have a focus completely looking towards God. People are going to lose their jobs this year, you know, because of stuff that's happening. Focus on God. Listen to what's God. If God's told you to do something, then He's going to provide for you in that moment. If God can get one and a half to three million people through a wilderness, He can get you through 2022. If he provided for those people, and you say, well, you know, all those people died in the wilderness. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, they had kids, and those kids had kids as well. It, they didn't just get to the end of the wilderness, and there was just four people at the end of that, that time that God just got them through. Now, there were millions that were taken through the wilderness. Not just one generation, but numbers of generations were taken through the wilderness. That's the God we serve, and he's got you covered. Focus on Him. The third area, my last area, and they always say, praise God, He's on His last point for a change. The third area. So we need to look at our faith, we need to look at our focus, and we also need to look at our finances. We need to look at our finances, what we do with our money, 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 money. Luke chapter 16 verse 10 says, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. One vital area that we need to give focused attention to and planning to is our finances. To be good stewards of what God has given to us. See, an important lesson to learn with money, either in business or in the home, is that to increase our net income or our savings, we must decrease our expenses. Okay? This is not a, po a popular message when the day of Boxing Day sales starts. Because my question to you is this. As you go out and maybe spend some money this afternoon, is that the best use of what God has given to you? Yeah. Hey, I'm all for having stuff. I love stuff. Okay? But we've got to make sure that we do it with wisdom, church. Got to make sure that this is, you know, we're acting in wisdom and that there's going to be, we're doing something good with what God's given to us. When was the last time that you reevaluated your family budget? You identified areas that you could cut back or cut out altogether, or in some cases, stuff you need to do with your finance. Have we set goals for managing our debt, our investments, our savings, or our giving? See, here's the, here's the thing. When we take the time to tell our money where to go, we don't have to wonder where it went. See, by understanding our family budget at the beginning of the year, it helps make wiser financial decisions throughout the year. With us going to God with our faith, 
with our focus and with our finances in those areas of life, it's sometimes hard to know where to start. So here is a, the starting point for you all today. Okay, you ready? You might need to jot this down or watch the YouTube video again. Okay, here, here's my clue. How do you start this? Start from where you are. Whatever small area that you can make some adjustments, you don't need to make great big adjustments, swings and stuff like that. Just start where you are. No matter how small the efforts are towards our goals, do them. Then regularly review your goals for this year. It's important to identify where we are on the way and make adjustments. This doesn't mean that our goals will change, but it might mean the methods of us outworking our goals need to. If we wait until the end of the year to discover our method isn't working, it puts us in an entirely, we're completely behind the eight ball. We need to make adjustments along the way. Okay? Dreams don't work unless we do. Your dream is not going to fall in your lap. I don't discount God's sovereignty, his providence, but I would suggest that if you want your dream to work, you need to get off your backside. Hey, I'm just saying. Refuse to be among the 80% that give up on your goals. Make the decision today to allow God to direct your steps in the coming year. After all, he's the one who's placed those desires in your heart. So how this year will you prepare for a better year? Are you going to give attention to your faith life and really look at how you can invest in your faith life, your spiritual life? How are you going to uh, be focused in what you're doing? Uh, uh, Create a vision board or whatever it is that God puts into your heart to do. And thirdly, what are you going to do with your finances? How, how are you going to prepare this coming year for what God wants to do in your finances? Let's stand for a moment. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word today. I thank you that we can do some things with our faith. We can do things with our focus. We can also do things with our finances. And in every one of these areas, Lord, would you speak to us? Would you speak to us about what you want us to do this year? First and foremost, Lord, give us a picture, a vision of what you want for us, Lord. Help us to to drill down on that. Help us to focus on that. Help us to to really be deliberate in preparing for this coming year, not to just float through like a butterfly, but, Lord, to, to really be focused in what you want us to do. Help us not to lose sight of you. Help us not to lose focus upon you. Help us to invest in kingdom things for eternity, Lord, to see this community of ours one to Jesus. I pray, Father, that we see souls saved in this coming year. I pray for souls to be saved. I pray for family members to be saved. I pray for sons and daughters to be saved. I pray for family members uh, like uncles and aunties, uh, nanas and granddads, for parents to be saved. I pray for that you would touch people in this area. Give great ability to speak the Word of God in a way that opens up people's hearts and sees them launched into eternity. And I pray that this morning in the wonderful name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen, Amen, Amen. amen. You can be-